you save, save, save for the next few years. You get the money for the marriage. You spend all of that money there, then you're back to zero. Exactly. Then you, you want to get a home. You save all for the next few years. You throw it on the home, then you're back to zero. You want to have kids. You put it up all on the kids, then you're back to zero. But you realise kids cost, man, and that cost doesn't exactly. stop until they're a certain age. So well, it's like, how do you even get ahead when that margin is not there? Hello and welcome to Woke Finance, the podcast discussing all things finance and all things finance related. It's your boy Peter and I'm with my co-host, my bro Jax. How are you today? Yes, yes, Peter. I am very well. I'm doing very, very good. At the point of recording this episode, I have just landed back into London from Greece, Athens. We had an amazing time. Of course, I was there with yourself to witness one of our friends uh, get married. An amazing experience. And yeah, I'm just really energized and ready to get things going, really. Come on, come on, come on, man. A massive shout out to our guy. You got married. Lovely wedding, lovely scenery, lovely time away. The weather was gorgeous. Um, and yeah, man, it was a nice bit of rest as well. But nah, man, massive shout out, man. Always a pleasure to see um such an occasion take place as well, man. So hopefully you are well rested, uh, Jax. I'm ready for, well, the second half of the year as we go into it. Yeah, can you believe it? This year's gone really, really fast. I can't believe we've come to the end of um, of June um, and we've entered it, well, entering into July. It's really amazing. Of course, July is a special month. Very, very special month because it is the month that I, Mr. Jack Sokolku, <laughs> was born. So it's actually my birthday uh, uh, this week. Amazing. That's the only reason why July is special. So <laughs> massive <laughs> shout out. And a happy birthday in advance, my bro. Um, but no, um, you know what? Like, even just coming back from holiday, um, there's a slight link to this topic that we're going to be talking about um, as well. And you know, things like holidays, um, taking time for uh, rest and breaks, um, doing things, taking, um, doing experiences. These things cost money, you know, yeah. um, it's part of life um, enjoyment um, as well. And it does link a bit um, to the topic that we're going to be speaking about today. But before we take a deep dive, um, just a massive um, recognition and shout out to all of our listeners, wherever you are in the world um, and whatever you're listening to this on take a yeah just relax and listen to another one of our episodes but jacks today um we're going to be talking about i guess creating margin for ourselves um and when when we're talking about that you know and i'm sure you're going to go into a bit of detail about it but there's a lot going on in the world right now as an example with the cost of living crisis um and just even in general life happens right um yes. sometimes for the worse where you know that can mean a job loss uh, a sudden bereavement in the family um, a medical illness yeah. um or any form of an emergency and these can take up money but outside of the emergencies which you know we can't um we can't predict so to speak we know emergencies like we're saying on the show that emergencies will come it's about when and we need to prepare for that but outside of emergency jacks from the very get-go in life depending on where you are um in your life your background your upbringing your circles your culture life happens and we'll talk a bit more about that but life happens to a point where that life happening costs money and if we don't have margin if we don't have margin, that secure buffer, we can find ourselves in a lot of stress and trouble. 
Well, absolutely. And that's exactly what we're talking about when we talk about margin. So uh, margin, another way to think about the term margin is, is breathing space, really. Um, it's, 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 I mean, life happens and we know that generally we, we say things like, you know, in your, in your teenage and in your, in your 20s, you should use that time to explore, to learn. Uh, you know, you, you probably don't have a lot of responsibility, so you can, you can travel, you can do a whole bunch of nice stuff. Um, but I think what, what often happens a lot of the time from, from what I've seen actually is, especially when you approach your, your late twenties or your thirties, life really does happen. Um, an example I can use as, as someone who, um, is from an African, uh, background is that often it's quite common that you normally get married in your, in your late twenties or thirties. Um, and we tend to have quite expensive weddings. Generally, generally speaking, weddings are expensive anyway. But, you know, if someone uh, desires to get married, it's important to know that at some point you're going to get married and it can cost an average here in the UK is £30,000, okay? Um, and then you have other things happen in your life. Maybe you want to buy a home. So here in the UK it is, you know, cultural to actually buy a home. It's part of our culture. It's something that people aspire for to, to buy a home, which requires you to put a deposit down, maybe do some renovations um, and furnish the house. And often people, you know, when you get married, you have children as well. All these, all these three things can happen in a very short space of time. And it requires a huge financial outlay. And what often happens is when people have not had the ability to create margin in their finances, they can very quickly in a short space of time find themselves going from a place that may look financially stable to um, a place where they're in, under a lot of financial stress and very very close to being broke really and 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 you know some of the key though there were key things that you mentioned you know in terms of if you have a desire to get married um have kids buy your own home these things can happen literally in the space of you know eight to ten years even in a lot of cases much smaller um and you've just thrown out some numbers um and that could easily be up what 50k up to 70k or so now someone that has that they're ready that's you know that that is absolutely um great but for a lot of people and this is just based on stats people don't have that time particularly if you're in your 20s and now knowing that this is going to happen the maths is is there it's not just going to appear out of nowhere you need yes. to actually work towards it and what you might find is that okay you've got i don't know 10k and you want to get you you want to get married you save 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 for the next few years you get the money for the marriage you spend all of that money there then you're back to zero then you you want to get a home you save all for the next few years you throw it on the home then you're back to zero you want to have kids you put it up all on the kids then you're back to zero but you realize kids cost man and that cost doesn't stop until they're a certain age so it's like how do you even get ahead when that margin is not there well, exactly. You fit the no one ahead. The term is how do you even get ahead, right? Because you're right. It's true. You know, you, you save all this money and then boom, you spend it and then you're back to zero. And it, and it's essentially, it's this going back to zero that happens so often that, you know, sometimes we hear some stats and it sounds crazy at first, right? When you hear that, oh, you know, about 70% of the average per, uh, home or average person doesn't have £1,000 saved. And when you hear it, you're like, well, that's crazy. How can you not save £1,000? 
Well, it's because you may be in your twenties and you may be living at home and not paying rent or paying any any mortgage and that kind of stuff, and you're able to save a bit. But if you're spending it consistently, it could very well quickly happen that when you do get to that stage where um, these financial commitments are thrown in your face, you then can see yourself going very quickly to being one of those people who also can't save up to one thousand pounds, right? And that's when you find a lot of people having to live uh, at the majority of their lives on credit. Because then what they need to do is because they don't have that margin in place, they need to borrow that money and spend time actually paying it off. So, yes, you could have had a bit of money. You you know, you bought you bought your house, you're back to zero. You had a bit of money. Uh, you had a wedding, you're back to zero. Uh, you had a tiny bit of money. You've got children. Now your margins are extremely squeezed. The only way to make up that difference is to then use debt, which is often what the average household tends to do. Hmm. No man, um, and and all of this is just really yeah honing in on the port on the importance of you know creating um margin essentially, and um just for the education piece, I know we've touched on it, but I guess you know we've touched on what margin actually means as well. But from the I guess the financial term, how would you kind of de- define it? Yeah, so the the in in personal finance anyway, or more specific to this topic, when we talk about margin, we're talking about two types of things. The first type of margin comes from the difference between your income and your expenses. So when we talk about creating margin, um, let's say on a monthly basis, is how much do you earn on a monthly basis versus how much are you spending on a monthly basis? And essentially, what you're trying to do is to find a nice difference. You want that gap to be wide. You want to consistently earn more than what you're spending. And of course, you can do this two ways. You can either um, increase your income or reduce your expenses or a combination of both. And of course, we say keep your expenses low and reasonable. But essentially, to really have margin, you do need to be increasing your income and using that difference um, to create the second type of margin, which is actually um, often depicted through net worth. Which is essentially what it is, is basically how much money have you actually got saved, right? Um, how much do you have uh, in order to live, let's say, if you lost a job, okay? So do you have an emergency fund in place? Do you have cash? We often say wealth is measured in time. So if you were to lose your job today, how long will it take before you are in financial catastrophe, Okay, and that's what another that's another definition of margin. So one margin is more monthly basis, and and it's always changing around. Um, the other margin is how close are you to the edge, or how far are you away from zero? Hmm. Love it, and and just to confirm, because someone listening to this might be saying, isn't that the same thing as an emergency fund? But this goes beyond that, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes beyond uh, emergency funds. Emergency funds are like the first brick, uh, the first layer is really mm. important to have these. But here we're talking about even having uh, other assets like, uh, you know, you might have um, some of your net worth in in uh, you know tangible assets and real assets like property and that kind of stuff. Because remember, if let's say you did lose your job, um, worst case scenario, I mean, it's not nice, but you can actually sell your property um, mm. and, and pull out the equity and use that to live. Um, so it really comes down to if you had to liquidate all your assets and look at everything that you owe, so you own, uh, what does that come up to and how far away is it from zero? Hmm. 
Love it. Love it. Um, no, thanks for that, Jax. And I mean, we, we've touched on, you know, the importance and why we should create um margin because essentially life happens and it will happen and it'll continue to happen. Why else is it important that we should really be focusing for the everyday listener right now should be focusing on margin? Yeah, I think we we'll talk about margin as well. One thing I want people to remember, you know, I often like to throw keywords out there is we want to focus on liquidity. Mm. Um, and liquidity is often how quickly can you convert things to cash um, how could you you know sell things for cash and how can that cash then serve you um, because the thing about life is life does happen life does happen and yes we talk about protecting ourselves uh, through financial products uh, such as insurance products which again are the bedrock of financial planning really important to have those insurances in place and have an emergency fund but having that breathing space really allows you to do things. It allows you to take um, the right amounts of risk as well. Mm. So having margin can allow you to uh, potentially even leave the job that you hate, uh, the job that's causing you a whole bunch of stress and sending you into a depressed state. Mm. Having that margin allows you to move away from this um, and have that breathing space. Again, that was a key, key phrase that I used, breathing space, to explore other opportunities Right. But what I would say, Peter, is the whole essence of margin um, and having a breathing space is not actually easy to get. Hmm. Um, it does require a lot of intentionality um, and, and it requires you to to to, you know, sacrifice uh, some short term pleasures, which unfortunately many people are not willing to give up. Right. Uh, but again, what I say is it really comes down to your priorities. And for me anyway, as someone who came from a low income household where um, my parents network for, for many years was negative, uh, it's extremely important for me to create that margin because by God, I do not want to become broke again. Mm, <laughs> right. Mm. And not only because it's, you know, it's about uh, becoming rich and wealthy and that kind of stuff. No, not necessarily, but it's about having options and having choice hmm. right? and being able to do the things I want to do with my time. And for me, that requires me or that required me, especially in, in my 20s, to be able to manage my finances so that every uh, uh, every one pound I got was not there for me to spend. Every 10 pounds I got was not just for me to spend. I had to spend some, save some and invest some. And that's how you can slowly but surely create margin. And my advice is for those people in their 20s, especially because there is that narrative of things like soft life and, you know, mm. or go on a thousand holidays and do the is it, to yes absolutely you should really and truly enjoy yourself and i did let me be truly and brutally honest mm. i did enjoy my 20s i went on a whole bunch of holidays with my friends and stuff um but the key thing is to be uh balanced to some extent and to remember that uh instant gratification is one of the biggest killers of financial peace and financial joy um and you should after listening to this episode especially i know we got, we got some young listeners make sure you remember and anticipate that there will come a time in your life where having margin may be even more difficult because uh, of the responsibilities yeah. that come with it. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you gave some examples um, like holidays and stuff like that. And there's many examples, but I think it's very difficult just because someone in their twenties right now listening who does like to go on holidays and uses credit cards to book their holiday and then when they get access to more credit they'll use that and yeah. um, all the very little savings they have and it's a constant thing because it's very easy to live in the moment and I think this is going to be one of those things where 
you know when we was growing up, Jackson, we we had one or two older lot that might have said, "Don't do this, don't do that." This yeah. is gonna be one of those things you either have to choose to listen or not because I'm, I get it. When you're in that feeling, you want to you want to enjoy, but by the time you are in your thirties, um, or even late twenties, and you realize this life does happen, we we just threw out some numbers at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, starting from day one in your thirties to get to this. It is very difficult. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if you, when you look back on your server, when you look back on your twenties and you realize all I did was spend, and I'm not saying not enjoy, but all I did was just spend it on this and that and enjoyment and the biggest and best cars, all of that stuff is, yeah, it's a bit of a shock to the system. Yeah, and, and what, what, one word I hate, Peter, to use is, is regret. I, I don't like the term regret mm, at all. Mm, mm. So I try to live a life of regret minimization. Mm. Um, and and it's it's true what you're saying, Peter. Like it's, you know, so, so, I, I think I think there's something I want to add to this. Actually, I think we're also living in a time where there's a misconception that actually making money in the future is going to be easy. Which is not the case, right? You go on social media, everybody's an entrepreneur, people are earning crazy amounts per month. And and sometimes we believe that that's going to be our reality. Mm. Um, and that's actually normal and it's quite common. But the truth is, it's not. It is not common, right? Um, and so it'll be very, very important to, yes, of course, strive for better, live in your purpose and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But you have to be very intentional and, and aware that, you know, as as the future, you know, moves closer, yes, you may be earning more money, but the responsibilities, you know, that's the key where the responsibilities become even more higher as well. So that then closes the gap. And that then means your margin may not be as, as high as it could have been maybe when you was in your 20s, when you was living with your parents and not paying any any rent and, and you had all the time in your world in the world. So for me anyway, in your 20s, I think it's important to yes, have a lot of fun and explore and that kind of stuff. But actually, you can use that time to explore um different career opportunities, but you can also use um the additional time that you have to earn more money and try new things out. Hmm. No, absolutely. Um yeah, it's just, yeah, so important, man. Um, and we see it time and time again. And even when we look, and you're right, it's not even about having regrets. There's always learnings about what, you know, when I look at my past, there's always learnings about what I could have done a bit yeah. better to make sure my margin is bigger than what it is today, if that makes sense. Oh, Which is yeah, fine, yeah. but there's always learning. So this is part of why we set up World Finance as well, to use those learnings and mistakes that we might have made to ensure that we can't encourage those around us. It's not just also for young people, anyone, any age, life happens to everyone still alive. Yeah. So yeah. there's always stuff we can do better. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you spoke about, it's not just about people in their twenties um, and even early thirties. I would say, look, even in your thirties, forties or whatever age that you are, um, you can always look at your circumstance and think about how you can create margin. Remember this margin thing is just a formula. Mm-hmm. It's about how you put a formula into practice. Right. Um, but the key thing to remember is it does require hard work and it does mm-hmm. require a level of sacrifice. So it could be that because you have uh, maybe a low income job and you're not able to create margin with that one job, it could be that for a short space of time, you need a second job. Mm. And that second job allows you to build that margin over a short period and it allows you to get to a place of financial stability and financial peace. And then you can move forward from that. Because the key thing that a lot of people also forget and, and, and maybe don't understand financially is the concept of compounding. 
right? And the thing about compounding is is great when you're able to get yourself yourself to a, a, a good foundation, a base, and a compounder starts to do the heavy lifting for you. No, I love that. And and you mentioned financial peace, man. There's nothing more peaceful knowing that if something was to happen or if life happens, I'm somewhat good. Oh, trust me. That, that I could say that one again and again and again. Um, like <laughs> where the, my emergency fund has come into play, uh, it's it's been a phenomenal experience because you know, I, I never really knew about emergency funds too, too much later on in, in my personal finance journey. Until yeah, emergency I, started happening. <laughs> <laughs> Until emergency started happening. And it's, you know, the boiler goes down, this goes down, this this random responsibility comes into place. And it's like, where am I supposed to get the money from? And yes, I have an investment portfolio, which I like. And again, the keyword here, I like investment portfolios in financial assets because it allows liquidity. Mm. Um, but one thing I wouldn't want to do is, is sell assets, especially during a, a cost of living crisis where mm. interest rates are high and, and for the financial markets are not behaving very well. Mm. I wouldn't want to sell those assets at the prices that I don't believe they're worth, right? Mm. So that's why emergency funds are really important. But again, like we said earlier, we can go beyond the emergency funds and build a portfolio of, of stocks, bonds, and, and other uh, liquid assets. But remember, these are also kind of part of, um, not an emergency fund, but it's also part of your safety net. Mm. Right? Because if things do go wrong, um, and, and you, you even go beyond your emergency fund, because the, you know things can happen and life can happen, you still have access to liquidity. Right. And you do not have to go to the bank to provide you with liquidity and they will charge you crazy interest rates at like 18 percent. Unbelievable. Hmm. Real. Um, OK, so we've spoken a bit about um, emergency funds. What 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 else can help uh, create this uh, safety net, this breathing space? I think the key thing is to always think about it. Always, always have at the back of your mind that actually most of personal finance actually comes down to this. So we always do have to think about ways in which we can increase our income and keep our expenses our expenses uh, low. Now, when I say keep your expenses low, I don't mean completely reduce your standard of living. If you have absolutely no margin whatsoever, you then you have to. You have to really look at your wants and needs and you need to prioritize your needs over your wants because now you need to create margin. Um, and, and that's really, really important. But apart from that, yeah, you always think about, you know, how can I find ways to increase my income? I say the best way to do this is to understand what money is in the first place. Money is first and foremost uh, a store of value and a medium of exchange. If you want to make more money, you have to produce more value to the world and you have to be paid for it. That's what it really is. Um, and, and, and that's how we, we can increase our income. But it's not just about increasing our income. It's what we do with the money that's really important as well. But those are my main real things and, and also also have in mind that yes we don't live a life of fear but we do live a life of wisdom mm. you know uh when we when we read a book of proverbs and, and and listen to king solomon he often talks about um he uses a lot of like animals and that kind of stuff he talks about look this animal when when he's in a harvest he saves for when it's it's famine time mm. right and we see it pop up again and again and again in, in the Bible. So if you are going through a period in your life where you're in a harvest period, where things are great, you're earning money and, and your expenses are not too low and there's no catastrophe and everything is good, that's not the time to spend everything that you're getting, right? Mm -hmm. The squirrel doesn't eat all the nuts mm -hmm. that it's, it's, it's having. It knows at some point the season will change. Mm 
Mm. Um, so it's really important then to to put some aside. Yeah, eat some now. You know, you, you don't want to go hungry today. You might not even live to winter, right? Mm. So, so you want to eat some today, but you make sure you keep um, some hidden and well protected um, to create that margin so that when winter comes, um, you don't just have one nut to eat because once you eat that nut, what's going to happen next? Mm. Uh, you have enough margin to get you through those uh, seasons that often do come um, and are coming, uh, if you, especially if you're from my background. <laughs> wow. No, brilliant, man. That's really useful, man. So, Jax, so are you saying for the person who is planning to just splash out um, for the remainder of this year, over summer, for the remainder of the year, um, maybe just reconsider that? Yeah, you know, budgeting is at the heart of all financial planning. Mm. So the key thing is to really understand your circumstances, understand where you are at, understand if you have margin already. Um, and, and if not, then you again, you have to ask yourself why and what you're willing to do to create it. Um, and and it, it may mean that maybe for the second half of this year, you need to be a bit more mindful of the money that's leaving your account on a consistent basis. Or you can find yourself uh, as a, an opportunity that allows you to earn more money. But the key thing is to get to a place where you are financially secure. Um, and if you're already financially secure, then you're doing something right. Mm. Um, so, so again, it's about just doing the standard things that we consistently say here on a Walk Finance podcast, which is, you know, do your financial reviews, see, see where you stand and adjust it if you need to. Which, is, funny enough, Peter, um, my financial review is, is due next week uh, because mm. I need to do the end of Q2 and uh, the end of H1 financial review to just assess a few different things to see how uh, the last month went and what my plans are for the next quarter and for the next half of the year. And then I can make uh, adjustments if need be. And I love that even just planning around the next half of the year and everything that we've also spoken about is also really understanding what are some of those future costs, even in the long term. And, you know, for the listener right now, whatever age you are, if you're in your 40s, there's a significant part of your life that's going to happen in the next few years or so, etc. But really being quite realistic about that, those costs and not just saying to ourselves, oh, yeah, we're going to... I'm going to buy a home soon. Um, yeah. Childcare costs, I'm going to sort that out when I have a child, et cetera. Yeah. So it's really yeah. about having an honest conversation with ourselves, not getting overly stressed about it, but being Correct. realistic and proactive and yeah. saying, you know what? This is gonna happen, and if you are from if you're from my community also, and um, it's very unlikely that you can lean on someone, uh, yes. um, lean on someone to give you that buffer to give you a bit of backing. So it might be very much you doing this, and yeah, if yeah. you're gonna get married, it might be you and your partner, for example. But yeah. you need to have that realistic conversation, and not, um, and in that conversation, it goes back to what you were saying, Jack. People assume that all of a sudden they're going to. I don't know, increase their wealth somehow through, they might get a better job, et cetera, whatever. Exactly. But it's about being wise around that as well. Yeah, you, you have to be, um, to an extent, a futuristic thinker. You have to th- consider the future. Um, now, you might be, yes, you have to be present as well, but you do have to understand that, you know, some things are coming your way. And you're right, Peter, you can't, uh, you can't kind of bury your head in the sand and say things like, oh, I will deal with that when it when it comes. Um, that's, I, I don't think that's actually fair personally. For example, if you're someone who plans on having children to not, you know, create, create a level of financial foundation before you have children, because it mm. is them that's going to suffer. Mm. Um, so that's, that's really, 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 really important. And the other thing that you said that resonated with me is 
Um, and the reason why I was quite aggressive in, in trying to create this margin is, you know, there is no one to fall back on, <laughs> right? Mm. Um, and, and there's no way I'm going to fall back on the, the financial institutions to lend me money. Mm. So if you are dealt a pack of cards like, like we have, like I was, um, coming from a low-income family where often I provided financial support, then the case for margin is even bigger. Mm. And that's really important to understand. Deep, man. Deep, 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 deep stuff. Um, <laughs> and what you just said about, you know, um, not being fair on children or people um, coming after you, it's, it's deep, but it's the truth, man. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, but now, Jets, man, that's really been eye-opening and hopefully for our listeners, a bit of a wake-up call um a bit of a wake-up call or a reminder as well because there's definitely certain bits that's reminded me as well so no that's that's been really useful um we are gonna give a quick shout out to a city and right now we're gonna give a city a shout out to a city called Dembasa, which is a city in indonesia and we got some listeners over there oh yeah i've heard of Dembasa. yeah 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 yeah. okay welcome to the work finance podcast you're here with myself Jax, and the co-host peter and on this podcast, we talk about all things finance and all things finance related. If you want, if you want to know more about what we do, because Walt Finance is more than just a podcast, we do serve in a community. Head over to www.waltfinance.co.uk. And if you want to engage with us on our socials, we are predominantly on Instagram. That's Walt Finance Team at Walt Finance Team. Love it, love it, and I'm generally interested in what listeners in indonesia um the reasons listeners um in indonesia have decided to tune into our podcast man will really be interested to know why the value you're getting from it um so yeah please do reach out to us man um but jacks before we wrap up any final points on your side yeah i think i think it's been a good episode and it's reminded me um of of you know why i even started this journey and you know, I've I've been doing this journey uh since I was 25. So about well, I'm not gonna give away my age. Actually, I would, I don't mind. About eight years now. <laughs> and it's interesting because in my early 20s, um, before I started the journey, I didn't consider this. I didn't consider this at all. So yes, I had, you know, I tried to enjoy my money. I, I bought a, a whole bunch of luxury stuff. I, I you know, I even bought my my car outright in cash uh, because I wasn't so con- concerned with margin. Um, and the reason behind that was because I just wasn't aware of what adulthood was going to look like. But for some reason, when I hit 25 and I decided to go on a personal finance journey and, and learn more about life um, and learn more about myself and become a better person, a better Christian, it was then that it became very, very apparent that margin, and I didn't call it margin back then, mm. um, but I just knew that I had to build a level of financial foundation for myself as I became an adult. Mm. Love that, love that, love that, man. Hopefully um our listeners took something from that and we're all thinking about how we can create that breathing space that we do need for when life happens so jacks man thank you for that always a pleasure until the next time and for our listeners you know stay woke <laughs>